As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Cruise Radio is brought to you in part by TripInsurance.com. Travel insurance done right by the people who know travel insurance. Get a quote today at TripInsurance.com. Broadcasting from the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida, this is Cruise Radio. Hey, what's up? My name is Doug Parker. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of Cruise Radio. Very happy to have you here. On this episode, we'll get a review of Norwegian Getaway, a ship that's based out of Miami, doing year-round Caribbean sailing, seven nights at that. So Teresa's standing by for that. Uh, before we get to Teresa, don't forget about Cruise Radio News. It's daily hits of the news. You can find it uh, on CruiseRadio.net. You can find it on iTunes or Stitcher Radio Network. Just type in Cruise Radio News. We always like to get your cruise reviews. If you have one you'd like to share, shoot me an email, Doug at CruiseRadio.net. Teresa Russell just got back from Norwegian Getaway, a ship that does year-round Caribbean service out of Miami. And she's on the line right now. Hello, Teresa. Hey, Doug. How are you? Good. Welcome back. You, like, literally just got back. I literally did just get off the ship on Saturday. I, I love this ship, and I can't wait to talk all about it with you because I know you had a great time on it as well. So before we actually get to Norwegian Getaway, let's take a step back and give us some pre-cruise thoughts. What made you want to sail this ship? Well, actually, I sailed Getaway before, mm -hmm. and I made the mistake of staying on one week. <laughs> and there's just so much to do on Getaway that in one week you can't do it all. And even with the second week, there were still things I didn't get to do. I nice. mean, this was chock full of adventure and dining and entertainment, everything to keep you busy for probably a month. Wow, very cool. So you live up there in Ohio, so you had to make your way down to Miami to catch the ship. So what kind of logistics were involved there? For me, it's usually less expensive to fly to Fort Lauderdale. Mm -hmm. So I usually stay overnight in Fort Lauderdale and then take a shuttle One uh, I like to use is JS Travel. Mm -hmm. That goes from Fort Lauderdale, picks me up at my hotel, and drops me off right at the port. Very nice. So you get to the port of Miami, and how was embarkation for you? Embarkation is good, and since Getaway is such a large ship, there are two different terminals, and you are assigned to either Terminal B or C when you do your EDOT, mm -hmm. and it just depends on what your deck is. So even numbers go to C, I believe, and B are the odd number decks. That's cool. I've never noticed that. So there's actually, the ship actually does embarkation out of two different terminals? Yes. It's like one huge terminal, uh -huh. but it's divided in half. Okay. 
So it's usually that the terminal that's the farthest away from downtown Miami. Oh. But yeah, there are two different entries. So if you're going, be sure you're going to the right one because if you don't, they will make you walk over to the other door. Oh, yeah, that sucks. And that's just because they have all of your keys sure. and documents ready according to what which terminal you were assigned to. Gotcha. All right. So you make your way onto the ship. Actually, before you get on the ship, uh, how long would you say it was from curbside to getting on the ship? Oh, I would say maybe an hour, but I I got on the 930 shuttle. Uh, so you so kinda, we you were a little rush. early. Yeah. But I would say it was between 11 and 1130 when we got on the ship. Cool. Very nice. And uh, this, I know you've been on the ship before, but what were your impressions this time around? It was nice to be back home. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's easy to forget some of the high points of the ship. And I, this, the getaway, since it's based in Miami, has a real Miami Latin style flair to it. So I really like that. You know, it just has a lot of features. Yeah, and we'll get to all those here in a little bit. Uh, you okay. make your way to your stateroom. What kind of stateroom did you have? And what were your impressions? I, I had a balcony stateroom. The balconies are a little bit small, mm-hmm. two chairs sit there, but it's nice that you can get outside and it makes the stateroom itself feel larger. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of storage and you need to look for the storage. I know I talked to some other people, they're like, oh, I don't have anywhere to put things. And there's a sofa and there are two humongous drawers under there that pull out. So if you sail on either the getaway or even the breakaway, be sure you pull those drawers out. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And I do like the bathrooms on the on the breakaway and the getaway. They seem so big to me. Yes, yes. They're very nice. And there's extra storage in there. You have two shelves, and under the sink there's a cabinet. So that's very nice. There's plenty of room to put extra things that may not fit in the main cabin. I'm going to take a right-hand turn here, and we're going to talk about the dining aboard Norwegian Getaway, because I believe this ship has like 18 dining venues or something like that. So um, with so much to cover, we'll just start at the buffet area and work our way down. So how was the buffet area on this ship for you? Actually, it was okay. I'm a big fan of the pretzel rolls that Norwegian makes, Uh and I think that and maybe grabbing something quick for breakfast is the only time I was up in the buffet. But it's really nice because there are two sides to it, and there's not a lot of traffic congestion there. And the dining areas all have windows, of course, so you can look out to the sea. Nice. Let's talk about the main dining room area. And I, I know we've talked about this before, Teresa, when you sailed on Breakaway, but give me a refresher and the listeners a refresher. So does Norwegian Cruise Lines, do they have assigned dining times in their main dining room? No. Okay. And that's one reason I really, really like Norwegian. I don't like anybody. Well, I don't like people telling me much of anything. But, you know, when you're on the ship, there are other activities. Or if you're in the port, you could be delayed or you might get hungry before your assigned dining time. So Norwegian has no assigned dining times. If you would like, though, you can make a reservation, even in the main dining rooms, which on Getaway, it's Tropicana. And it does have a nice big dance floor, so there's people dancing there in the evening. And it's a really nice ambiance there. But you can go in any time that you want. And if you want to sit with other people, you can request it. Some people say, oh, I don't like freestyle because I want to have the same 
server every night. Well, you just need to request that server sit in their section. Sounds simple enough. That problem solved. Yeah, yeah, definitely. What was your favorite meal in there? They have nice prime rib dinners. Okay. And it's really good prime rib. So I enjoyed that. They had that in the Tropicana and also in Oceans if you want a more casual atmosphere. Oh, wow. I didn't know they had prime rib in uh, as a sports bar. That's pretty good. It is good. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let's talk about specialty. Uh, I know you're a big specialty restaurant person. Did you hit any on this sailing? I did. I did with Bistro, which is my favorite, and that's a French food there. Also did Cagney's, which is the steakhouse, and that's always really good. They have certified Angus beef, and it just melts in your mouth. Someone convinced me to have the 16-ounce ribeye, and I felt bad having that because I usually have the 5-ounce filet. (laughs) So that was a little bit of extra meat, but it was so delicious. And then I went to Moderno, and that's a Churrascaria where they keep bringing you different types of meats on a skewer, and they slice it off. That was a lot for me, but... You can ask for smaller portions and sometimes just skip what they offer. Nice. Uh, I'm going to ask you this. You may not know the answer because there's so many of them, but um, Le Bistro, how much did that cost per person? Oh, I think it was Le Bistro. I think it's $25. Okay. How much was Cagney's? Cagney's is 30 Okay. And Moderno, I think it was also 25 Okay. But... You need to be aware that Norwegian is changing their dining plans. Mm-hmm. Moderno and Tepanyaki will have a fixed charge because it's hard to do a la carte. Mm-hmm. But other restaurants will be going a la carte starting on the Norwegian Escape. Oh, yeah. That's and then they'll suck. roll it out throughout the fleet. Did you do a dining package this sailing? I did not. No. Okay. Do you know uh, if you would have bought a dining package, would you would you have actually saved some since you went to these three venues on here? Actually, I may have been close to breaking even, uh-huh. but I think going on my own was the better way to do it. Okay, very nice. And sometimes for me, I don't know where I'm going to eat. My yeah. roommate, you know, wanted to go eat at a certain place, and it's kind of really on the spur of the moment. Gotcha. Well, let's talk about entertainment because one thing this ship is chalk pack with is entertainment. Chalk pack. Is that even a word? I think I may have made that up. It is now. Is it? Okay, yeah, that works. Um, one thing this ship is known for is their entertainment with the Illusionarium on board, and they have like a rock and roll billboard thing on there. So give us your thoughts of the entertainment. What did you think of it? I thought the entertainment was great. And by going on a cruise, you do save a lot of money as opposed to going to a show on Broadway or whatever. And the Broadway show on Getaway is Legally Blonde. Mm -hmm. And I went to that and enjoyed it. Really good presentation. They also have Burn the Floor, which I really enjoyed that. And I'm so impressed at the energy and the physical stamina it takes for these people to do two shows per evening. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was amazing. As far as comedy, they have Levity Entertainment instead of the Second City that they have on some of the other ships. And I have a really dry, kind of warped sense of humor, so I don't think a lot of things are funny, I guess, unless I 
come up with a joke. But these people were really good. I was very entertained by them. Very and they good. were funny. And then there's How at the Moon, which is doing pianos. Although there's usually three people in there. I guess there's only two pianos, so it's dueling pianos. And they play popular tunes. They take requests. They're really good. Very nice. How about venues around the ship? Did you notice any uh, musicians in the different bars uh, besides the Howling at the Moon? Definitely. Um, The Grammys experience. Mm -hmm. They have Grammy nominees or winners who perform there. And on this particular cruise, the artist was Carolyn Malachi. Mm Mm-hmm. And she's like a soul fusion with R&B and jazz type music. So that was very nice. And in that Grammy experience, there's also a little museum that you can look around with that has, you know, costumes from certain performers and guitars and instruments and things like that. Cool. And then there's, of course, you know, the regular piano players and vocalists. There's vocalists in the atrium every day. So there's plenty of options to find your type of music. In the evenings, you go to Bliss. There's a lot of karaoke there. And for adults only, there's Spice H2O on an upper deck, and they have a lot of different music, a lot of different performances up there. Cool. Let's uh, let's talk about the sea days on the ship. This was a seven day sailing, so it had a couple of sea days. You know, and of course, we always say on the show, one thing that really defines a cruise ship and how it's designed is how it behaves at sea. When you have mm-hmm. thousands of people on the ship and nowhere to go as far as getting off the ship, so how did the ship behave like the general flow, both inside and out, while you were at sea? Really, it was pretty good. And actually, there's an adult area called Vibe. Mm-hmm up on deck 16, so we actually got passes to that. So that was really nice because they limit the number of people up there so you don't have to worry about chair hogs or kids or anything like that. So that was not crowded at all. And as for the other decks, I will say there were enough people there, Mm -hmm. but there were other areas to go to, like the waterfront Uh is a nice place to go and relax. And there's several decks for lounging. Mm -hmm. So as long as you don't have to be right around the pool, there's plenty of space. You said you went to Vibe. Was that a fee-type place? Yes, there was an extra fee with that, and it was $79 per week. And that's an adult-only key card area. Nice. And your fee does include, you know, spritzing and... You know, cold washcloths, they come around with, and they had fruit on skewers. And for another fee, you can also rent a cabana. You get anything you want for a fee, I guess, huh? (laughs) That is true. If you pay, you may. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, This was a seven-night sailing. What ports did you hit on this itinerary? We did St. Thomas, Portola, which has replaced St. Martin, Mm -hmm. and Nassau. Okay. That's very interesting to me that Tortola replaced St. Martin. I, I love St. Martin. What, what did you do in Tortola? I love St. Martin, too, and I wish they had replaced either St. Thomas or Nassau, Nassau yeah. but I don't schedule. Right. Uh, what do we do in, in uh, Tortola? Yeah. I love Tortola. The one real drawback, and I wish they had scheduled us for a shorter time in St. Thomas. We went to St. Thomas first, then Tortola. Mm-hmm. I think they're about 30 miles apart. Okay. So I, 
I think we just kind of floated over to Tortola. But I wish we had had more time in Tortola. We took a tour of the island that stopped at the beach. But a really cool place to go is the Bass of Tortola. You can take a ferry over there. Mm-hmm. And that's a spectacular place, but we had to be back on the ship at 2.30, so I opted just to do the island tour. Okay, yeah, early day there then. Really early. Yeah, for sure. Very nice. So you get back to the port of Miami. How was disembarkation for you? Disembarkation was fairly easy. It seems more and more people really do like the Mm self-assist, and we had late flights. So we had no reason to get up really early, but people do get up really early to get in line so they can just walk off. And with self-assist, you do have to be sure that you can handle all of your luggage because you don't put it out the night before. Right. It's up to you to drag it all off. So we were one of the last groups off. That's so, probably best. If you have a late flight, there's no reason of getting off. Like the no, crack there's of no reason. And, you know, at the yeah. airport, they won't even let you check in too early. Yeah, I, I think with Southwest, at least, it's uh, four hours, I think. Yeah, I gave a guy extra tip. and Yeah, he let you get in, <laughs> slide by. Yeah, he let me in. <laughs> yeah, otherwise you sit and wait, which yeah. I have had to do before. Do you have any been there, done that tips for Norwegian getaway? Be sure you look at everything. I think there's things that people could miss, one of which is the Grammy Museum. Mm-hmm. And another really fun thing to do, and I sent some to my friends, you know, even though I'm not the most photogenic person, right outside of Oceans and outside the Grammy experience, Mm -hmm. they have iSnap photo booths. So you can take a selfie and send it on Twitter or Facebook or email it to your friends. And make them jealous that you are on the ship. Nice, yes. Aha, uh-huh. we're at sea and you're stuck at work. Ha, That's ha, right. Ha. <laughs> nice. Um, well, in closing here, final thoughts of Norwegian Getaway. Don't miss Flamingo Bar and Grill. Mm-hmm. They have Cuban specialty food. You can get breakfast and lunch there. And, you know, they have typical Cuban things like fried yucca, flan, rice and beans, and, you know, tres leches the Grammy Museum I mentioned. Oh, the Shanghai Noodle Bar is free. Okay. Go see that. Be sure you get out and walk around the waterfront. That's really nice and keeps you close to the sea. And if you get up early, I use that as my walking route. They have tea and coffee and pastries out there. Nice. On sea days. I yeah. Do, I do like the waterfront area because a lot of cruise ships, as they're getting bigger and larger, they're losing that connection with the sea. But I, exactly. I, I do feel the waterfront really brings it back in for you. It really does. Yeah, definitely. Well, and we, you can even eat your meals out there. Like the, some of the specialty restaurants have the outside dining. Yeah. Great place out That's there. Very nice. We've been talking with Teresa Russell from EssentialCruising.com. Teresa, looking forward to seeing you in a couple weeks down there uh, in Miami for Norwegian Escape. Have a good one, my dear. Oh, definitely, Doug. My pleasure. A big question we get at Cruise Radio is, how do I know if I need trip insurance? Simple answer. If you're getting on a plane, taking a road trip, or getting on a cruise ship, you need to have travel insurance. Hey, it's Doug Parker from my friends at TripInsurance.com. Not not only does TripInsurance.com protect your vacation investment, but it also gives you a peace of mind in case anything were to go wrong on your trip. 
How do they do it? They offer three different types of trip insurance policies. Good, better, and best. One policy for every vacation budget. But it doesn't just stop there. They're up to 40% lower when you shop around on other comparison sites. Plus, TripInsurance.com offers 24-hour customer support before, during, and after your trip, online claims assistance, and travel alerts to let you know what's going on at your destination. But find out for yourself. Check out TripInsurance.com. Cruise Radio is produced weekly at the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. Hear Cruise Radio on iHeartRadio, the Stitcher Radio Network, Overseas Radio Network, iTunes, or at CruiseRadio.net. For sales and marketing opportunities, email sales at CruiseRadio.net. I'm your announcer.